Kevin, welcome. Glad to have you. Hey, how's everybody? Good Hello to see time. you again. Good to see um, you again. As you know, we're uh, we're kind of exploring the history of CNET, and I think there's probably no person who kind of made a, a kind of a bigger contribution in terms of you know those early days in terms of what happened than yourself. And so I really wanted to just spend a minute with you talking about kind of what led up to this moment where two kind of nutty entrepreneurs want to have lunch with you in New York. Like, how, how did we get there? Because, I, you know, as I, as I mentioned in an earlier post, you have quite the stellar background in the entertainment world, in uh, television. Like, what kind of brought you to this moment? I mean, okay, so I, I did a little post that was actually not entirely accurate now that I look back at some of the history. Um, I got a phone call out of the blue from Halsey. I was working as, I, I had my own production company, which was kind of a big moment for me. And I had had it for a couple of years and I had put together this incredible team. And we were actually making like really good money because we were producing pretty much anything that uh, Whittle Communications wanted. Uh, for a dime and selling it for like really good money. Um, so business was good. Uh, I had um, Dan Baker, uh, Fred Sutherland, Frank Bochy, uh, Howard Bolter, a bunch of other people. And, uh, and Whittle had kind of a change at the top. And, and at that time said, hey, we've been producing this TV show in doctor's offices with Joan London, uh, but it's not really making us money. And we're paying you guys, we're making a lot of money. <laughs> you know, a lot of money. And we think we're just going to kind of fade it out probably at the end of the year. Like same week, Halsey called me and said, um, hey, I spoke to someone at Will and... He said, the only guy you should talk to about TV is Kevin Wendell because he came in to this organization and he's the first one that brought some level of professionalism <laughs> to our television product. So go talk to him. So Halsey called me and said, hey, um, I have this company called CNET. And really my first thought was it was about fish. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, you know, how... Tell me more about your company. Well, it's seen at the computer network and it's just basically me. And there's this guy, Shelby, who's still working at Tiger Management, but we're trying to get this thing off the ground. And I have an intern um, and then I have another researcher, um, but we really haven't kind of nailed it yet. So um, I would love to see if, if you would at least read my business plan. So I said, sure. Uh, um, and there was like, like a long pause and Halsey says, well, I'll just give you 10,000. You read my business plan. It'll take you less than a day and tell me what you think. So I said, deal. Um, that was a lot of, like a lot of money at the time. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of money. Like, I don't know where I got that number out of my head, but <laughs> I kind of thought, well, who's this guy, you know, uh, out of nowhere had not met you guys yet personally read the business plan. It was all about kind of the network. And what clicked for me was, you know, Wired Magazine had just kind of come onto the scene. Yes. Yeah, so I had just seen Wired and I saw these kind of electric visuals 
Um, you remember that was kind of all about what they were doing. Um, and when Halsey was pitching and you were pitching the idea of computer magazines kind of on TV, I'm not sure that that was your point of view at the time. I, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but what clicked for me was the, um, the, the, the incredible visuals that were available and the incredible, you know, video and audio that were available that was, um, you know, you could only see it if you were, um, you know, if you were reading the magazine or yeah. like, you know, as a still or playing the game. Um, reminded me in a way, this is a crazy point of view, back earlier in my career when I produced the first music video show that was urban videos called New York Hot Tracks, um, MTV had only been playing rock videos. Uh, they would not play Michael Jackson or the Pointer Sisters or Aretha Franklin or Dionne Warwick or Gladys Knight. So I had the idea back then of saying, I, I was going to clubs, of course, because I was, you know, whatever, 22, 24. And I would see these like music videos being literally like, they weren't even like monitors. They were projected onto big screens. Um, so I saw these music videos and thought, oh my God, these need to be on TV. So similarly, I saw these DVD-ROMs um, with this cool content. And this kind of clicked for me that they need to be on TV too. So I thought, here's a way to make it about computers, which are fundamentally boring. I mean, when you think about it's, you know, it's tech, it's code, um, and make it something visual and fun and interesting. So that's what clicked. And that's why I came back and said, hey, I think we can do this and make it interesting. And do you remember anything about the, because you, you went to the Comdex did you? I think you went to the Comdex. Did you go to Comdex, or was that Fred yeah. and Frank who went? Yeah. Do you remember much yeah. about it? Um, I just remember it was a lot of computer nerds, you know, <laughs> behind kind of boring, ugly, you know, trade show um, stations, and there was nothing kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and so again, I saw, and I think my team, you know, incredibly creative you know, Frank and Dan and Fred also recognized, wow, we could do something so much more visually interesting, which is kind of who we are anyway. We're visual, you know, guys who, you know, you guys were kind of the big business brains and Halsey certainly was the big tech guru. Um, we were the ones who could kind of make it all fun and pretty. Yeah. Kevin, you, as you mentioned, you have an amazing team. Um, there were a lot, I mean, we had a lot of people in those kind of early days. Um, and this was out of there, what you think of sweet spot, because most of them have focused on television, television graphics and stuff like that. Tell me a little bit about this kind of discovery process of some of the people you had um, and kind of that transition and what you, you know, what you looked for them to do as we kind of, you know, invented this, this, what was a new medium, which was the merger of online and TV. You know, well, I had assembled this team and I'll just go through very quickly. I mean, I had a lot of really great people and I'm sorry if I leave out some names, um, but my core team, you know, when I started the company, um, 
were my friends, you know, and my friends were Dan Baker and Frank Voci. Uh, and when I started my own company, you know, I said, hey, you guys, um, they were like, not expensive, not that experienced. <laughs> and I thought, that's perfect for me. They're clever, fun. I like hanging out with them. And I probably would like working with them. Then um, I went to um, the, the top design guy at Whittle. Um, and I asked actually him to recommend uh, to find me a graphic designer. And I, and I remember he gave me, uh, he said, there's a guy that I've been trying to hire. Uh, and Fred could, I'm sure, elaborate on this if I have it wrong. Um, but he said, there's this guy, Fred Sutherland, you got to meet and let me send you his material. He had, and I think he had done a little freelance for them or something. So I saw his material, was blown away by his style and said, okay, you are coming with me and we're going to make this, you know, happen. So my company at the time really was, you know, that core team, as well as, you know, Lynn, Lynn Gabriel was like our production assistant with the great smile who kept everybody kind of on board. Of course, um, you know, uh, our, our director, Tom and Nancy, uh, who kind of was the mother hen that kept you know, everyone paid. Um, Howard Bolter, who, and this was kind of a, you know, and they kind of became full-time and, you know, like Howard Bolzer was doing other projects, but then he um, came in and of course he brought the whole uh, production crew and we just became a company and like a little family. And so yeah. that when Halsey and you came around and I met you for the very first time uh, at the Four Seasons Hotel in New York uh, and I started to think about this, I thought, wow, we could kind of, put this team to work to create something really exciting. Yeah, which you did. And why online and TV? So this is where I really give my team so much credit because part of Whittle, and I give Chris Whittle credit, I have to say, he was kind of the visionary that said, let's do media in you know, school classrooms and in doctor's waiting rooms and we will produce ancillary published meaning paper material adjacent that kids can get handed at school or if you're sitting in the doctor's office you can get a pamphlet in the waiting room so they said to me let's do this where you do the tv and if they want more information they can and this was chris or someone in his company can get these uh booklets with much more info so when we started talking about um, Tianetta's TV, and it was frankly, as you know, it was really, we were really kind of 90% about TV. I mean, let's yes. not get ourselves and say we all knew it was going to be Tianetta yeah, online. Sure. Well, there was, there was literally no money in online. I mean, there was- It was TV. It was there TV. Was no money. It was TV. And honestly, we were kind of in the right place at the right time um, because online kind of was born like right before our eyes. I mean- Netscape browser and Java and all this was just exploding. And we had the front row seat to that. So, cause we were covering it on TV and we were seeing what was happening um, firsthand. And we said, we need to be kind of on this bandwagon. And I remember Halsey said, well, 
tech media or media about tech is going to be the first thing to break through because initially it's basically the tech geeks that are online. It's not everybody else. So let's just gear all of our content to them and eventually everyone else will kind of come along and maybe we'll do some other categories. But our focus was um, for better or for worse. I mean, we could have done books, you know, <laughs> like Jeff, <laughs> we could have done something else. Um, but, uh, but we did, we did uh, media about tech and that was kind of our thing. And that's what worked. Yeah. And we're the very first and nobody can ever deny this. Not any publisher or book or journalist, or certainly no one on our team, of course. We were the very first to say, if you want more information, go online to this URL. I never, no one ever had done that before we did that. Yeah. We were the and the first to put a, a URL on a bus in New York City. On a bus, www.cnet.com. Yeah. Kevin, what do you remember about the pilot production? So it, I, I think it really got underway kind of very beginning of January and we would shoot the pilots in the end of February. Do you, how much do you remember about kind of, you know, we, it was all working out of your office if I remember correctly. I think you and Halsey had found the office in San Francisco at some point in there. I'm not sure if that yep. was before or after. Um, what do you remember about the whole pilot production? So we were in LA, we were kind of, we were all working out of our office in LA. Um, Cause we had, that's where the, you know we had the editing equipment and whatever. Um, and we were kind of all charging along. And I remember, and you were always kind of the most tender. You came to me one day and said, Kevin, <laughs> you know, Halsey really thinks that the only way this is gonna work is if we actually move the company to San Francisco. <laughs> and we really want you and your team to come. And I know you have kind of this other business here, but we have to do this in San Francisco and we all have to go. And I was like, wow, shut down my, you know, I had an office, I had facilities, I had rent. And I said like, wow, this is so exciting. Um, but fine, let's go. And we had to kind of, I mean, it was, on the one hand, it was a plus because we had this great creative team all ready to go. On the other hand, it was kind of like, oh my God, we have all this creative team and they all live in yeah, LA. All these people have to move. And they all have to move and they all have to get apartments or whatever. Um, and we have to get out of this lease. And, and we anyway, we figured it out. Um, and then we we were kind of, we, we did a lot of commuting between um, LA and San Francisco. Uh, I remember uh, we didn't have a lot of money. That was kind of the theme. Yes. So it was kind of like, well, we have to get offices. Wouldn't it be nice if we could also like shoot, though the offices could be the set. So as we were looking for um, offices, um, we saw a few that were just kind of normal offices. And then we saw the train uh, office, which was the, you know, CNET, you know, the original CNET uh, central and that's how they got the name CNN Central. Well, it's funny too, because I, you know, I, I think in the post last week, I mean, one of the things was I, I have very little recollection of the getting the real estate. And part is I was never there. I never saw the real estate. 
I think I got a call from either you or Halsey. Like we found a place. Here's where to wire the money for. Yeah, because because you were you were still on the East Coast. I mean, you were very present. I mean, every single day on every single call. But um, you were were you still in at Tiger or were you already? No, I I so I left in July. So I was you know theoretically working. But the deal was I was going to, you know, get a distribution deal and get this fundraising done. So I actually didn't leave until the f- probably fall of 94. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Cause yeah. Cause you had to, well, I mean, obviously you well, had to got a little career longer than you thought. <laughs> and we know how conservative you are. How, 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 so <laughs> you were hedging. <laughs> You're like, let me do this full-time amazing startup. And you know, uh, I'd still have a job if it doesn't work. Well, no, I, so uh, I, I had my job, but the problem was it just like, we kept thinking like, if you remember like, oh, well, you know, that when this de- financial deal gets done and when this gets deal done and yeah. you know, it just dragged and dragged and dragged. And, you know, I'll just say something that I will admit right now. I remember you guys offered me like a ton of stock. Um, and it's, I still, of course, got a ton of stock. And I'm very kind of grateful to this day. But you had offered me like a ton more. And I was like, no, I want more salary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and I look back and think, oh my God, if I had, I if I had only taken that. We had to do, because Halsey didn't want to like overly break the pay scale. So we leased all your equipment from you so that we could get a bigger cash amount um, to make it work. And you were like, instead we'll give you like 20% of the company. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'll just take the 10 but I want my big salary because, you know, I, I have a house and like I have a life and, and what if this doesn't work? You know, yeah. um, you're, do you remember the earthquake happened during the way you guys were, cause the earthquake happened well, yeah, we in were the in LA. while you are doing all this. And we're in LA, like working all this stuff with the whole team. And I remember you and Halsey were like calling us, like, and we weren't answering the call <laughs> and we, you know, we're finally answering and, and I'm like, um, you know, you we, we had well, you know we had an earthquake, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, we heard something about that. So tell us now about your phone call <laughs> on this distribution. I'm like, no, you guys don't understand. Like we had an earthquake. <laughs> like our like machines are like on the floor here, and our <laughs> elevator is closed. And um, like, oh, that's too bad. But you know, did you talk to John Sykes? <laughs> 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 like, give me a day to kind of like calm everybody down, and then we'll. <laughs> Let's talk later. <laughs> I think Matt did Matthew arrive the Matthew arrived maybe the next day. I think if the was the, I can't remember what day he he arrived. Maybe the earthquake was on the seventeenth of January, and he maybe arrived the next day into LA. I mean, I could not tell. Yeah, you, you probably wouldn't remember. That. And then there were aftershocks, and the the guessing game was everyone would sit around and guess when an aftershock happened, what it was on the Richter scale. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, that was like that was like the last big one. Um, which is now, you know, date kind of etched in all of our minds, which was also the, the real birth of, of CNET (laughs) (laughs) tied to that earthquake. Yeah. And do you, cause Um, we added more people. I know Amory Gable came on. I'm trying to think other people that were brought on during the pilot stuff. We had a bunch of other, you know, so uh, there's Nancy and Tom and Amory Gable. I'm trying to think of other people. Um, Rick Brown came in. Um, Yeah. Rick Brown. Uh, later as a producer, um, Stacy uh, came in as kind of one of our one of our first uh, associates. 
yeah up in uh um dan sexton came in i think he came in towards the end of night later yeah he came in later for the the pilot pilot it was really me and frank and fred and dan i mean i don't and tom, you know, I, tom I, you know matthew barson tells the story of tom telling him what to do because i think matthew was the floor manager in his boston bruins hat and tom bird said here's what you're going to do and and matthew did it yeah i mean well matthew would do anything basically yeah. and i remember when you introduced me to matthew uh you're like Oh, by the way, there's this other guy. He's like, uh, he's my cousin and he's, uh, he's going to be an intern. So, but he'll, he, anything you need, you, you can just tell him what to do. He'll, you know, he'll <laughs> pick up the cables and he'll, you know, I'm like, okay. That, yeah. And and Matthew was like, oh my God, he's good at like everything. It's yeah. like, <laughs> let's give him more. Oh, he's good at that too. Oh, let's give him more. Oh, wow. He's better than me at that. <laughs> <laughs> How did you um, find the talent? Because I'm trying to think uh, for the pilots. Well, Mr. Hart was yeah. on Discovery. Yep. And he was hosting like the, the highest step. rated. So we, um, I don't know how, but somehow got him out of his contract to be able to do our, our pilot. Um, and then because and Richard may be watching this video right now. Um, he was so um, identified kind of as, I mean, he was like the guy for tech yep. on TV. Um, and I being Mr. Kind of like flash, you know, break the mold of what is classic, which is Richard, who is, you know, absolutely kind of the grandfather of tech TV now. Um, what can we do to kind of, you know, like the pyramid at the Louvre to create something like totally fresh. Um, and then we added Gina um, to be his co-host. No, 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 no. Am I wrong? Dr. Mae Jemison. Okay. She was the, yes. Okay. So you're, you're, <laughs> You're right. You're okay. So I wasn't, you know, I didn't remember if she came first or she came second, but Dr. May, um, who also may be watching this, <laughs> um, let's just say that there was, you know, that, that it was complicated working yes. with her. I mean, what an incredible pioneer. Um, yes. but, but I, I always got the sense that she was like, what the f am I doing sitting around with all these crazy people running to like one in the morning shooting? Video? I think she was so beyond us, really. I mean, yeah. um, that she, you know, finally just uh, said this is not for me. And do you remember? Um, so we had Adam uh, Curry who did he uh, did the next uh, the New Edge. Um, yes. Do you remember how? Do you remember how we found Adam? Is that Halsey? Was that you? Do you remember much? Um, I think we met Adam before CNET Central. Yeah. And we were talking to Adam about being a consultant because he was obviously a very well-known guy from MTV. Um, but not interested in TV. And 
did I don't did he appear on our shows? Maybe as a yeah, guest. He was, so he was the in the pilots. He was the host of the uh, New Edge, and then we had him do some different pieces on CNN Central. Did he host the New Edge finally? And well, then before Ryan Seacrest, he just did the pilot. Okay. Yes. All right. So oh, my main memory of Adam is sitting in a meeting with him, and this was early on, maybe in January, and him asking whether I read Snow Crash before. Yeah, he said, said no one was Snow allowed. Crash, and he dismissed me. He told me he wouldn't talk to me anymore and literally turned his body physically and stopped talking to me and wouldn't talk to me again. I mean, honestly, you know, Halsey and Adam were so far ahead of us in terms of what was happening <laughs> in... You know, I, I had no idea about these kind of underground cyber worlds and they were all deep into that. Yeah. Um, so it was a real eye opening for me. Yeah. Uh, and still today, I mean, God knows what's out there. Yeah. So what do you remember of the actual shooting of the pilots? Do you remember we all, it was end of February. Uh, I remember it being, taking a long, long, long time. Us going really late at night. Uh, do you remember, what do you remember? Well, I mean, TV shows obviously sometimes last a half hour when you watch them, but can take days to put the elements together. And I'm such a, I'm such a perfectionist yeah. that I remember shooting kind of take after take after take. And, you know, fortunately we, we had, you know, very patient talent, um, at least the second time around when we had Gina and Richard uh, tolerating the multiple takes. Um, I do remember also that, you know, a lot of our equipment kind of came in a bag on a plane. So it was not, we didn't really have all the parts we needed. No. And that was a lot of kind of scotch tape and band-aids to make it work. Yeah. Um, there was and a I lot remember of... the, the set was magical. I mean, it was, it was primarily faked. Like there were, you know, you know, like it's a CNET editing on a door, which was not, it was all kind of, you know, there were, we had doors on, on metal frames and all sorts of stuff, but it was a real magical experience for us all non-TV people. Well, I mean, the, the incredible part was that that space, you know, was real and we yeah. just, and thanks to Fred, um, added the, who had never done set design in his life, um, you know, figured out how to make it come to life. Yeah. It was a really, it was a very, it was a special environment. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think the CNET red ball hanging in that space um, to kind of define the space yes. and create a sense of place. I remember thinking about the the moon and the spoon at Studio 54. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the moon, I remember the spoon. <laughs> that used to that used to be come down from the you know the stage cuz Studio 54 was a stage. And so when we uh, you know I I said let's do a gigantic CNET logo um, and we'll have it you know drop down well the ceiling wasn't high enough to, to have it drop down we, and we couldn't have the money to to make that happen so we just yeah. 
hung it up there. And, uh, and that obviously became our iconic uh, brand. And even today, it's nice to see that, see that red ball, as we all call it, still going. Yeah. Still going. No one well, has. It is messed. interesting, too, because you can see the original design had been done by Pentagram, and it was Fred who would then change and really, I think, revolutionize and make it uh, something so memorable, as you point out, that has lasted forever. But in the in the graphics of CNN Central Pilot, you can still see no red ball. You can actually still see the pentagram yep. design, which yep. then would later change as we did the real shows. Um, and I remember the typing of the word CNET on all the documents was like small CNET, you know, large CNET, upper and low. It used to make me crazy. I, I always just thought because when the press was initially publishing it, they would type it with a C and then large cap and then small NET, which I thought just looked ugly. Yes. Um, and so finally I sent out a memo saying, from now on, it's all caps, period. That's <laughs> it. Right? And to this day, they call they they it's written with all caps. Yeah. Makes me happy. No, it was hard because that middle character was the pipe character. Yeah. I'm trying to explain to people it's lowercase c, pipe character, lowercase n-e-t, and they're Same like, you're picking the way that we actually write things. If you say net, it's got to be first capital N, like it was a, it was a mess. Yep. Yep. Um, so, I mean, we, yeah, we did. And, uh, and then, I mean, it was like a blur because as the pilots were going and the online was happening, uh, there was a point where there was so much excitement. It was just electric because we knew we yeah. were onto something that was really going to change the world. Not just CNET, but seeing the web and all the potential of the web. Yeah. And I remember I met with um, John Perley, Perley Barlow, legendary visionary. And he said, not since the discovery of fire <laughs> has there been anything that's going to change the world like this governments society relationships it's all going to change because of this yeah and it has it has for better or for worse <laughs> do you, for the, better. the final thing we'll end on do you remember the the logo treatment on the screen so we we had there was this idea and i don't know if you're either whether it was you or halsey or the combined brain trust of the two of you that there we would put logos and then when we talked about something if you could download it the little download lo logo would light up and if there was more information on it like looked like a little bullseye would light up do you remember that and how that came about Wow, I don't remember the details of that. Okay. I mean, I'm now the probably the oldest member of the CNET <laughs> family, um, which uh, which was always the case, even when I was 36, um, as one of the uh, members of the original team. But well, we'll sure we'll find the answer to that question. Uh, there's Kevin, some younger brains that will will recall. Yeah, we will continue this conversation in the future. Thank you so much for joining. Great. Great really seeing fun. you. Have fun in uh, France. And hi to everybody. It's we'll so do. nice to take to care. Bye. Hi. Okay. Bye.